Thank you for joining us on the Tim Price Harvest Ministry blog. Both of these ministries are avenues for reaching the next generation and equipping ministry leaders in the church. We would love for you to rate this podcast, to share it with others. And we'd also invite you to to visit our website, timpriceblog.com, for a post uh, about this podcast, as well as several other resources for ministry leaders, or to visit harvestministryteams.com, our ministry of of reaching the next generation through worship music and, and leadership in various ways. And again, we're thankful to have you today as we share in this short podcast, probably more along the lines of a devotion. Did you realize that the miracle of walking on water happened between meeting together with two large crowds? They had just finished feeding the 5,000, an incredible gathering and miracle. And after the meal, Jesus strategically sent his disciples off while he dismissed the crowd. Well, the next few verses in scripture tell of the disciples in their boat with the wind and waves against them. And in the middle of the night, Jesus comes walking out toward them on the water. They go from fear to faith and to fear again, culminating with Peter joining the Lord out on the water, but sinking after losing his focus. Everything winds up turning out fine, but each of the disciples, especially Peter's faith, has grown. And not only their faith, their understanding of who Jesus is has become stronger. Even the wind and the waves obey him. And then at the close of this powerfully miraculous night in Matthew 14, they land ashore. People in the community recognize Jesus, and a crowd of people begin bringing their sick and needy to be healed. And once again, a huge crowd gathers. So first, Jesus dismisses the crowd. Then a bit later, they're gathering around him again. But it's the in-between time that struck me this morning. Between those two meetings of those crowds, Jesus worked on the faith of his disciples, especially Peter. He worked on their courage and their fears in verse 27. In verse 31, he worked on their doubt and their faith. And then in verse 33, he worked on their worship and their understanding of who he was. And as we begin this month of June 2020, in what seems to be at least mentally the start of the light at the end of the tunnel, for COVID-19. I have the sense that God has been working on the hearts of disciples, even without the crowds. First, on a personal note, most of our ministry through Harvest is built on meeting with people in conferences, camps, and worship services. Those crowds were definitely dismissed in March and haven't gathered since. The conferences and retreats that were planned, we pulled the plug on those, and for the summer camps and events, almost all of those have been canceled since. Eventually, I can definitely see it all firing back up again, but at least for 15 weeks and a few more weeks to come, there has been ample opportunity for the Lord to work on my courage and fears, my faith and doubt, and my worship and understanding of who He is. And if I'm really being honest, I'm still learning and trying to figure out how to trust that somehow in the midst of this, God will lead Harvest Ministry into what is next. As far as the church goes, even without the crowds, gathering together in person. The church has been strengthened during this time. Christ followers have had to rely more on Jesus' power than on strategy and charisma. Churches that are thousands and thousands and churches that are just 50 or 75 have been in the same boat. We've had to serve our communities and reach people in a digital format. 
Christians all around the globe have had to rely on the Holy Spirit to even think about being effective as God's church. And just like faith grew amidst the wind and the waves that happened between meeting of these two crowds, I believe discipleship has flourished during this season. It's also interesting to me that the first real crowds to gather as this shutdown begins to end are protesting crowds. Huge groups of people meeting in multiple cities around the nation amidst obvious struggle and need. And this is probably a whole other topic, but it really is just a huge example of the need for the church to keep offering hope found in Christ alone. Reconciliation, grace, mercy, and love for others is not going to just happen naturally. The culture has already taught us that over and over and over for thousands of years. It's going to require Jesus at work in us. And there are so many other examples we could cite from financial needs to general hopelessness as the summer continues on. And all of this brings us to a perfect time for each follower of Jesus to take what we have learned during this season and begin to put it in practice as crowds gather again. To love people, to love and see the world as Jesus sees, like sheep without a shepherd, to have a heart for the next generation and sharing the gospel story with those around us, to be motivated by courage and faith, not fear and doubt, to live boldly and profoundly in the truth that Jesus truly is the Son of God. Well, I don't know why it struck me this morning so powerfully that we've met with crowds all these many decades, then all of a sudden, the gathering of crowds is pulled out from underneath us. And eventually we'll probably meet again. But it's all this time in between that just makes me wonder what God is doing. In the first crowd in scripture, the disciples couldn't even imagine how they were going to eat or feed all those people. Well, then Jesus walks on water. And then I just wonder what amazing things happened through the disciples as the crowds began to gather again around Jesus. Thanks for listening today and for uh, engaging with us for comments and messages and questions. We also appreciate your support of Harvest Ministry and Tim Price blog. There are links in the show notes of ways that you can support this podcast as well as our ministry in general. And there are also other opportunities for you to uh, to connect with us and to uh, share in ministry with us. We'd love to hear from you. And until then, we want to invite you to continue to be a, a lifelong harvest worker, serving alongside the Lord Jesus in fields that are ripe. We're praying for you, praying for our nation, and we're trusting God to continue to be at work in us. Thank you.